1: Restrictions apply. Prime membership required for add-on subscriptions. See Amazon.com slash Amazon Prime for details.
0: You are listening to The Dan Patrick Show on Fox Sports
2: Radio. Operator, Tyler standing by to take your phone calls. Touched on a variety of things. NBA playoff action. Tonight, Nets at the Sixers, Warriors at the Kings. Are the Kings an underdog? It feels that way, even though they uh, are a slight favorite the uh, Golden State Warriors, though, getting uh, giving one and a half tonight at Sacramento. That's a little bit of a surprise, and should tell you that the Golden State Warriors are, you know, coming into this. They're the favorites. Sacramento is still an underdog, and it has that feel. And you're watching De'Aaron Fox is obviously a really great player. Uh, Malik Monk, you sort of forget about him, but I always go back to how many of these guys were on the you know team with Kentucky and. They won one national title with all of that talent that went through there. Darren Fox with 38. Malik Monk had 32 as they fended off the Golden State Warriors. The last time, they, uh, they're the second pair of teammates in NBA history to each score 30 or more points in their playoff debut. No, no, I'm not done with it. Because then it's who, were, who was the first pair, Alonzo Mourning and Kendall Gill.
0: 1993, Hornets. Woo! Ow! Start of the day, start of the day. Start of the day, start of the day. This is the start of the day.
2: Woo! And then you have Russell Westbrook. He was 3 of 19 from the floor, but had 10 rebounds, 8 assists, 3 blocks, 2 steals, and 1 confrontation with the fan. He's the second player in the last 40 years. That
3: should be on his stat
2: line now. <laughs> the second player in the last 40 years to have those numbers without scoring at least 10 points. The last player, the only player in the last 40 years, Draymond Green. But uh, Russell Westbrook, uh, in all of his glory, he, uh, he, he, did it, he did everything, good and bad, last night. Thankfully, that didn't escalate with the fan where he walked in after the game and Oh, You see, you know, this fan's son is eating like chicken fingers in this luxury suite. And his dad's got a visor and holding beers. And all of a sudden, dad, Russell Westbrook's in the suite. And Russ is there. He wants to, He wants to say something to him. And then uh, dad kind of turned and walked. And I went, no, nope, no, nope, no, nope, no, nope, no, nope, no, nope, don't do this. But that's where your son's there. And, you know. It's just that's where you cooler heads prevail. Somebody get that kid a knife and fork, by the way. He's just holding the whole plate up to his face and eating off that. It's like, kid. Uh, here is Russ thanking uh, Tyron Liu for uh, believing in him.
4: I've been proud of myself every season to do everything. Um, I think I'm one of those guys I can do everything each and every night. I'm just grateful um, that. You know, T. Lou and a believe in me, regardless of my shot's not falling,
2: uh, allowing me to be able to make an impact on the team and, and win it. All right. That's Russell Westbrook. And uh, LeBron James had some nice things to say about his supporting cast, including Austin Reeves.
4: I knew from the first practice that we had when we grabbed him that he wasn't going to be a two-way player for long. Um, then a couple of weeks went by, I knew he was going to get a guaranteed contract at some point. I just, I just know I've been around the game long enough to know great basketball iq players and i know the type of players that fit with my game and um and i knew austin will be that right away so
2: he's not afraid that's for sure he's gritty he's got he probably a coach's son and he's got a high iq <laughs> first one in, last one yeah, out probably so Probably so. Uh, yeah. Nobody gets there before him. I mean, the, the no, janitor, no, the security no, guys, no, no. If he knows you're getting there, uh, he's gonna get there before you do. It's like Tom Brady, right? Same thing. First guy in, last guy out. Uh, Got to have that. <laughs> uh, they don't ever say, you know, Austin Reeves, pretty athletic, he's talented, uh, but no high IQ. <laughs> yes, feels a little
5: early though to be yelling, "I'm him." To be what? To the, it feels a little early
2: to be yelling, you know, flexing. Oh, yeah, and yeah, yeah. I'm him. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I didn't like that.
5: Yeah, I, I don't need that.
2: I don't need that. It's a little early. Yes, it is. Yeah. I, you know, it, it could be in five years. I still don't need that. I'm him. I'm him. Mm. <laughs> well. You get to the finals and then you want to do that. Okay. Yeah. But, you know. I mean, yeah, you can't be standing next to LeBron James and being like, <laughs> I'm him. <laughs>
5: what do I mean, you wait, Him meaning LeBron? Yeah. <laughs> Like,
3: <laughs> if you're not the best player in a 12 foot radius.
1: Yeah. Yes. That's a, a, a
2: five foot radius. You yeah. uh, know, I'm him. I'm him because of him. Yeah. <laughs> that's, you point to LeBron. I'm him uh, because of him. I'm him's bailout. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, doesn't, isn't there like a website that like men's products, Hymns? For him's? For yeah, him's. For him's. Yeah. Austin Reeves. There you go. Yeah. Yes, Marv.
4: I'm blaming all of this on Odell Beckham. You know, on Sunday Night Football when they do the uh, introductions and everyone says their name and where they went to school. Yeah, he literally said, "Odell Beckham Jr." I'm him, and I was like, "This is stupid. This is never going to catch on."
2: (laughs) NFL outsiders. What did? Yeah, I know. Uh, Can we get Can we get OBJ on now that he's got a team? We've been trying. We're going to okay. try again. Yeah, because, you know, he sent me all those emojis and you know said I was an NFL outsider. And uh, all right, okay. Love to have him on. Maybe he could, uh, you know, give me some information. But going to Baltimore and then wondering, are you going to go to Baltimore because they're giving you the best deal? Because I would think if, if I'm OBJ, I want to go to a situation where I can put up numbers. And can you do that in Baltimore? And... Are you going to have Lamar Jackson? Who's your quarterback? Is it guaranteed it's going to be Lamar Jackson? And I'm sure that OBJ said, look, I'm going to sign this deal. Are you going to be there? Is it it harder now? Did Baltimore go, let's sign him? Because there's still, I think, the chance Lamar Jackson holds out. And then would you do that if, if OBJ said, hey, are you going to be there? You know, I might be but don't sign the deal based off me. Now I'm just thinking out loud of what what that conversation must have been like. And maybe if if I'm Baltimore it's like all right, we'll give him an incentive-based contract and maybe there's an incentive for Lamar now to come back because we got him a weapon in OBJ. And I I was told that the Jets the Jets did just kind of a drive-by. They were like, "Hey, right, you want to play, you know? You want to play with Aaron Rod- I mean, who knows with Aaron Rodgers, right? And and I still go back to Green Bay was going to have leverage here of holding out. Now, it, it and I'll go back to what I told you guys before the break, that I was told after the first round, then the likelihood of Aaron Rodgers that deal going through would probably be the time frame. Whether that's true or not, that's what I was told. Uh, yes, Paulie?
3: We have some big NFL news. Okay. Wow, We're going to play Guess That NFL News Game, Dan. We haven't played this in a while. DeAndre Hopkins traded. No, different but bigger, I think. But maybe. Okay, Blank has reached an agreement on a five-year, $255 million extension, including, reportedly, according to Adam Schefter and others, $179 million quarterback. This is a quarterback, by the way. Blank, $255 million extension. Joe Burrow. $175 million. $179 million guaranteed. Joe Burrow is not correct.
2: No, I, I was saying Joe Burrow would not be correct. It's Justin Herbert. It is not. Justin Herbert. It, uh, no, it, Joe Burrow and Justin Herbert, not correct. <laughs>
3: Want a hint? You can find articles from August of last year saying these two quarterbacks are the biggest influx quarterbacks in the league because of we don't know whether they're going to be really good and take the next step. Or the team banked on a quarterback that wasn't going to work out. Ooh, a next step quarterback. Yes. Mm-hmm. Last year, mm-hmm. there's a, a good clue. You could find articles about Tua Tagovailoa and Jalen Hurts. Oh, Jalen Hurts got his deal. Five year contract, no trade clause, first oh. in Eagles right. history.
0: Jalen?
2: Okay. okay. There we go. bag. Give him the bag. Yeah. Hey, b- uh, bet on himself. Yeah, he did. Bet on <laughs> himself. <He's> him. <laughs> he
3: is him. He is him. About 75% of the contract is guaranteed.
2: Okay. What's this do to Lamar Jackson? Make him even angrier. <laughs> Why? Would he accept that deal? Well, the Ravens
4: are giving it to him.
2: I, I know, but if you get that deal, should he just say, look, you want to have me come in? You want to have me play? Give me, give me that deal. I mean, that, that quarterback got his team to the Super Bowl. Now it's a better team, but Jalen Hurts got the bag. All right. I'm, I'm fine with that.
3: If you would have said this would be a story...
2: Three years ago? Three years ago. Yeah. When he
3: hit, he lost Last his job. Last year. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
2: not, not even... When he transferred to Oklahoma, if I would have said, hey, that dude is going to get paid. And you're going to be like, yeah, doing what? Starting quarterback. Franchise money. Good for him. Yeah, he could have been the MVP of the Super Bowl, man. Yeah, Paul. He kind
3: of feels like like Russell Wilson... Two or three years into his career, surrounded by a very good roster, yeah. getting into the Super Bowl, putting up better stats than expected. Because Russell was not a sure thing coming out of college
2: at all. Well, Hertz was drafted what at the second round?
3: That's a round higher than Russ, right?
2: Yeah. And as a result, and they'd spent all the money on Carson Wentz, and they, and then they were able to kind of fortify the offensive and defensive line. Good for him. Yeah, that's a, I have no problem with that. Yes, Todd.
4: If he decides to hold out, will he get any uh-uh. closer, Lamar Jackson, to the money he's looking for? If all of a sudden, a couple of weeks in, he's still sitting there and not reporting?
2: I have no idea how. I, I don't know if you know this, this matters. I don't know. Or if he does hold out, and Tyler Huntley, who went to the Pro Bowl last year, it plays, <laughs> plays well. Attended the Pro Bowl. <laughs> he did attend the Pro Bowl. <laughs>
1: oh.
2: <Yeah. laughs> Activities. Yes. Like they have to have the designation. Did you did you get elected to the Pro Bowl or did you attend the Pro Bowl? Because if you attended, that means you were part of the, you know, hey, catching balloons or something or whatever their games or gimmicks they do with the Pro Bowl. Uh, let me get a f- couple of phone calls in here. Uh, that's big news, though. That's good, good news. Uh, um, let's see, Tom in Wisconsin. Hi, Tom. What's on your mind? Hey, Dan. I was gonna falling the sword for you guys with the Sports
1: Emmy nomination and it's very timely with the Jalen Hurts news and I think the reason we didn't get nominated this year is because last year we debuted the Career Salary song and coming back to haunt us.
2: Did you create the Career Salary song? Oh yeah, and I was going to debut Whoa!
1: Sports Emmy, Sports Emmy, Sports Emmy, Sports Emmy,
2: well, no good. we're going no to we're gonna have to wait to do that. Tom in Wisconsin did career salary. Tom in Wisconsin? I did not know that. Well, sorry, boys. I ruined it for us. Yeah. I just want to know where were you when you go, you know what? I think I'm going to come up with career salary. Marv, could you give the audience a little taste of career salary? It's Tom in Wisconsin. Our Celine Dion. Salve. Uh, are you classically trained, Tom? You know, I was actually trying to
0: take your advice with the National Anthem. I knew I was going to have to get up high, <laughs> so I tried starting low, and it, it got high really fast.
2: All right. Well, Tom, sorry that uh, we took away the, uh, the follow-up to uh, Career Salary with uh, sports Emmy. That dude is a living legend and has no idea. It's the origins of that song we've been wondering forever. Uh, Matt in Ohio. Hi, Matt. What's on your mind today? Hey, good morning, guys. Welcome back. Yes. Hey, just want to uh, make a comment about the physicality of the games back you know, in the 90s. Um, my sons are in their mid-30s now, and Nintendo actually had a game. It was Bill Ambeer's Combat Basketball. <laughs> <laughs> they dressed up like gladiators, and if I remember correctly, they, uh, there were explosions on the court. And I think they only call it a foul if they knocked you into like the second row of the bleachers. All right. Well, thank you, Matt. Yeah, I don't want to be the get off my lawn. I just know, having watched that and how physical it was, and players talking about how physical it was. And and you you could really take a team's heart away from them with your physicality. And teams try to do that. You know, the Knicks with Pat Riley tried to do that. The Pistons obviously tried to do that. You know there were just teams that wanted to play physical. And it's, it was far more physical back then. Is there physicality now? Yeah. But, I, I mean, the physicality would happen when you would drive to the hoop. Nobody drives to the hoop now. Back then, you weren't shooting threes. You were getting to the hoop. Yeah, Morf. Your yeah was just with a question mark. Is it physical now? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, it. I, of course, there's physicality there, but Kinda you got, guys are guys are on the perimeter. You know, you're not going down the lane. I mean, what happened going down the lane? Giannis got hurt. Ja Morant got hurt. Guys don't normally do that, but when you could beat up on the greatest player of all time, and it would just be a hard foul, you can't tell me that. Today's game is more physical than what it was back then. The, the big man is not the big man anymore. Yes, Mark? Coach Beheim. Coach Beheim, is the NBA more physical now than it was? Let me take a break. Uh, I've been saying all morning long, shut up, Dan. Okay, that uh, the drama with this draft starts at number two. Because I think Carolina knows who they're taking. I think now it's the Houston Texans. And with the Texans, yeah, not quite sure. And then what happens after that? Because they could change things up, the Texans. And then you got the the uh, Arizona Cardinals. And then the Colts want a quarterback. Does somebody jump up? Do the Raiders jump up? Like, there's, there's a little bit more drama, and I think we're going to find out more probably, you know, a week from today, since the draft is uh, a week from this coming Thursday, but we'll talk to uh, Todd McShay of the Mothership. Get his thoughts on all of this. We'll take a break. We're back after this. What do we have here, Marvin? What do we have hmm. here? Simply, we have simply safe. Simply safe home security. Paulie was so proud. Came in one day and he goes, "Hey, Simply Safe is it simple to put in? I did it myself." I go. Yeah, Paulie, it's called Simply Safe. Held the ladder while my wife was up there. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) You were spotting her? Oh, yeah. Like a champion. Simply Safe, designed with cutting-edge technology, backed by 24-7 professional monitoring. And there's no hidden fees, no contracts to sign. They're with you every step of the way, every second of the day. 24-7 professional monitoring is going to cost you under a dollar a day. And if you're looking for comps on that, that's less than half the price of traditional home security systems. You can unlock your doors, lock your doors, access your cameras, arm, disarm your system from anywhere with your phone. And they won all kinds of awards. You will love the people at Simply Safe Home Security. Simply Safe Home Security, go today, get a free indoor security camera plus 20% off your order with interactive monitoring. At simplysafe.dan.com. There's no safe like Simply Safe. Thanks for listening to the Dan Patrick Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, 9 until noon Eastern, 6 to 9 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. And you can find us on the iHeartRadio app at FSR or stream us live on the Peacock app.
1: all in one app with one password. Prime Video, it's all your favorite sports in one place. Restrictions apply, Prime membership required for add-on subscriptions. See amazon.com amazonprime for details.
4: All right, everybody, game off. Let's pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go. I know what you're saying. Flag on the play, you've already talked about that. But there's just so much more good stuff in this game. In Monopoly Go, you can team up with friends for time tournaments,
2: Warriors minus one and a half against the Kings. Paulie has an NBA quiz for me. Well, for all of us. Ready? Yeah.
3: Here it is. Okay. Since 2015, who in the NBA has the most total amount of points and assists? Not average, but total points, total assists, going back to the start of the 2015 season. If you add them together, who's leading the league? If I can give a hint if you want This wants. one
2: person has the most points and assists? If you combine them together,
3: those two stats, they're leading the league since 2015. He's, this person is also second in just assists. So James, James Harden is the right answer. Okay. <laughs> I don't want to stop James you there. Harden. James Harden. James Harden, since 2015, has 27,644 points and assists. That's more than Russell Westbrook, LeBron James, Damian Lillard, Giannis, and then DeMar DeRozan is on
2: that list. Man, we kind of unlocked that door with Damian Lillard when we had him on a couple of weeks ago and we started talking about what's going on in Portland. And it just felt like that was – it almost felt like Russell uh, Wilson. When we had Russ on after the Super Bowl a couple of years ago talking about the situation in Seattle, And I wasn't really asking about the situation. It was about loyalty. And then all of a sudden, it felt like Dame had some things to say. And it felt like Russell Wilson had things to say. And we know what happened. You know, Russ is watching the parade go by. Dame Lillard's been watching the parade go by in different cities for years. And then I wonder, if you're Portland, it's not popular to trade away someone like him who has played and played hard. Uh, you just haven't had the results. Now you have to start thinking about what is the future for the franchise. Um, as he said, look, I don't want to be waiting with young kids, you know, who are 19, 20, 21. What is he, 32? I mean, he wants to win. Are, do you guys want to win? And if you want to win, show me you want to win. And I think it just felt like something clicked there with Dame. Like, it's like, you know what? There's a little bit more to that story. Uh, Todd McShay, ESPN College football analyst and uh, draft analyst as well. Available now on ESPN+. Plus. Todd McShay's mock drafts, prospect rankings, pro day observations. Also tomorrow, ESPN+, Plus. Mel Kuyper and Todd McShay, a three-round alternating NFL mock draft. And, of course, we have the uh, draft coverage. ABC will be the first two days. ESPN on the third day. Todd will be involved with that. Great to see you again, Todd uh, is it a good or bad draft because we don't know who the first pick is going to be?
6: It's a fun draft. I'll say that. I I, I feel more confident today. What are we? nine days out, right? I feel more confident today than I did 10 days ago on who's going to be the number one pick. I, I really think it's going to be Bryce Young. You know, all, all the, the information we're getting out of Carolina, and they're trying to keep it quiet, but it's hard when you have the first pick, and it really comes down to two guys between – Alabama's Bryce Young and C.J. Stroud from Ohio State. The information is going to get out, so I I can't say it's hundred percent, but I feel really strongly that it's Bryce Young at one. Now, where this class gets really interesting, and if you had asked me ten days ago or two weeks ago, I would have said it. If it's not if if it's not Young, it's Stroud at one, and if it's Young at one, it's Stroud at two. I'm the more closer we get to the draft, the more information I'm getting that Houston is not going to take C.J. Stroud at number two. If Bryce Young was available i'm told that they would take young at two so what does that mean right so if houston stays at two and takes and takes will anderson and remember d'amico ryans comes comes in as a head coach you got nick casario the general manager from bill belichick with a relationship with nick saban and and d'amico ryans comes from san francisco where they built this great defense and been able to plug in quarterbacks and get to nfc championship games And he's a defensive guy with Alabama roots. So Will Anderson would make sense at two if you're comfortable with your quarterback situation, which I don't understand how Houston can be. But if they're not sold on one of these other quarterbacks, then maybe they go Will Anderson at two. And now Arizona, they they went from having a prize pick at three to having, I mean, the stock rises on it uh, just tenfold. Because now, like, I was told that Las Vegas was very interested. And, and I know for a fact, they tried to get up to number one. They weren't able to get a deal done. Carolina gives up the farm to go up to one. And I was told that they're not interested in any quarterback not named Young or Stroud. But now they're in the mix. If, if Houston or if, if Houston goes Will Anderson, Arizona now could trade out. And if Houston sits there at two and says, you know what? We love Will Anderson, but what can we get for this pick? And if you're Houston, right? and you're going to pass on Stroud, that's one thing, but if you're going to pass on Stroud and now you're handing him over to a division foe and you've got to face him twice a year, Indianapolis sitting at four, or, or Tennessee at 11 could leapfrog uh, Indianapolis and get up to, to two or three, I would want to control that if I were Houston. I would want to make a deal with Las, Las Vegas, move down to seven, still get a great player, but also get additional picks and make sure that Stroud is not in our division. So that, the draft kind of starts at number two for me.
2: Yeah, I was going to ask you where the drama started, and you just answered that. But also, this time of the year, trying to get real information, Todd. How, yes. Because I, I tell my audience, don't believe anything that any of these coaches or GMs or owners say. Right. But what should we believe?
6: Well, it's funny because every team that's not in the quarterback market has a big opinion on the
1: quarterback.
6: Right? <laughs> you know, I can, I can talk to teams drafting in the twenties and you know thirty and thirty-one, and they they're, they love to give your their opinion on Will Levis. We wouldn't take him. Anthony Richardson's too big of a project. You know, but when you're up there and you're sitting at four like Indianapolis, you're sitting at seven like Vegas or eleven like Tennessee, and you need a quarterback, they tend to look a lot better than uh, than the teams that don't need him. So. It's, it's tough this time of year. Uh, obviously, I, 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 lean, I, I lean on my relationships. I get information typically from other teams that have information or have friends within those other teams that there's some, kind of some leaks. And then I always bounce things off of Schefter and Mortensen because they, they're typically hearing the same things or different things and try to balance out that information at this point. But it's difficult. I mean, the amount of disinformation that is fed out there in the public and you see on Twitter and those sorts of things. i laugh at because I get off the phone with a general manager one day, and a director of college scouting the next day. And then I, I'm reading these things and I'm like, that's the exact opposite of what they're saying. You know,
2: I have a friend who's a scout who's been a great resource. And I always say to him, you know, give me somebody that we should be keeping an eye on. And he's been pretty good at giving me that guy in the, in the first round. But I said, what do you think about Bijan Robinson at Texas? He said, I would love to see him as a Debo Samuel type of player where I can use that running back, that talent, yep. but also I can keep him in the system and not overuse him as a running back and maybe have this hybrid here. So I don't know if the, it feels like we're, we're gun shy with running backs, but he's, he's, his grade on B. John Robinson is through the roof. He said, I love, yep. the, I love the kid. He's got great hands. I would yep. love to see him as a, a Christian McCaffrey type and McCaffrey could probably play, you know, a slot receiver. But I wonder your thoughts on Robinson and the running back position.
6: Bijan can play slot receiver. And if you studied his tape at all, and I've, I've got clip after clip of him in the slot running, not running, like you know, underneath routes, but getting down the seam, catching in traffic, catching the ball over his head, contested situations. He can do all that. When I talked to uh, Coach Sarkeesian before the TCU game this this year, he said, listen, we, we're trying to limit his touches. We're not trying to wear him out. But the catches he makes in practice, like you'd be shocked. Like, I know there's good game tape, but the things we see in practice are, are out of control. So I could see him in more of a, a hybrid role. But I'll say this I haven't, I've got him as the number two ranked player in this class behind Bryce Young. I haven't talked to a team, and I'm talking probably close to a dozen teams that that have him outside of the top five. Everyone has him in the top five in terms of their grades. Now, where does he fall? That's, yeah. that's the fascinating part. I mean, Philadelphia doesn't take a running back in, in the top 10. They, they love taking offensive and defensive linemen. But that's the first spot where you can look and say, that might make some sense. I think he's just as talented, maybe a little bit more unique than Saquon Barkley. And Saquon was the number two overall pick. But you see the, you know, the beating and the injuries that Saquon had, and, and you just wonder, is it worth it? So it may get down to like 18 to Detroit, 21 to the Chargers, Austin Eckler having issues there. And I, I still hold this out. Dallas is obsessed with getting a running back. That can be, be, be their guy, be a compliment to Tony Pollard. Like they had with Zeke when Zeke was, you know, more closer to his prime. Mike McCarthy was dying for a big power back like that. Wants to run the football. They want to be a run-based team. And they would love to bring the Texas star into Dallas and make him the star of their offense. So, Dallas is sitting at 26. It wouldn't shock me if they made a splash, jumped up into the teens ahead of teams like Detroit and and the Chargers and went and get, got Bijan maybe around like 14, 15, 16.
2: Talking to Todd McShay, ESPN College Football and NFL draft analyst. This feels like an I told you so draft three years <laughs> down the road that somebody's going to go, I told you about Hendon Hooker. I told you about Anthony Richardson, good or yep. bad. Hey, I told you about C.J. Stroud. Do you get that? Feeling, or is that every year that it feels like? And I told you so three years down the road.
6: No, I, I think it's more so than than this year than it has been in past years. Um, last year, we knew that there was maybe one quarterback in the first round. And the group wasn't very good. I think with the quarterback specifically, after after CJ Stroud, and even you know, in, in NFL teams, some teams are mixed on CJ Stroud. I've talked to so many teams that are so concerned about Will Levis, and I've talked to a couple teams that love him. Anthony Richardson, we all see it. I mean, he's a he, he's a phenom. He's he's different than everyone I've ever evaluated.
2: But he, I saw it, Todd. But then I didn't see it. Like that's right. that's my big concern. I was like, damn, look at that guy. And then it'd be like, oh, is Anthony Richardson playing? Oh, he is.
6: The so, roller coaster of his draft stock has been similar to the roller coaster of, of watching his tape. Like I I did the Kentucky game, and so I, I was fresh off the Utah game earlier in the season. After the Utah game. Heisman Trophy, number one <laughs> overall pick. This guy's like better than Cam Newton, you know, in his, in his prime. And then I, the Kentucky game, I'm on the sideline. And first of all, it was great being on the sideline with the Kentucky defense. I, I can't use half the words that were said, but every time they got three and out, because Heisman, Heisman this, Heisman that, they had a great plan. They took away the run, they played with discipline, and he looked lost. And that was right after the Utah game with the 45 yard touchdown run and, and juking the guy at the last minute to get in into the end zone, and we saw what he can be physically, but then a week later, we saw how inexperienced he is. So I'd love to see him with Shane Steichen in, in, in Indianapolis, and Steichen has worked with, with Justin Herbert and Jalen Hurts and his developed quarterbacks, but do they have the patience to to wait a year with Gardner Minshew as their starter? And so it so much of it is going to come down to where these guys wind up going, but uh, there, you're right, there are a lot of I told you so is either good or bad in this class.
2: Give me the team that should draft a quarterback that maybe we're not keeping an eye on.
6: Minnesota. I think Minnesota should. They're sitting at 23. You've got Kirk Cousins who's going to turn 35 this summer, was 23rd in QBR a year ago. Continues to struggle in in big situations. We go back to that fourth and fourth and, you know, a few yards last year. And in any big game he has struggled He's got one year left on his contract. It would be a perfect time to bring in a bridge quarterback. Now, at 23, they don't have a second-round pick. So it's not like they have all this ammunition to go up and move move to get one of these top four quarterbacks. So it could be Hendon Hooker, where they say, you know what, maybe we've got an early second-round grade in this guy. He had uh, ACL injury, surgery in November. Maybe we have to sit him a year, but this is the perfect situation to sit him for a year. The only issue is he's going to be 26 in January, you know, of his rookie year. so. Now you're talking about 27 before you're putting him on the field, but it's still still a quarterback. And if you draft him in the first round, remember, you get that fifth-year option. So it makes more sense to take him in the first. So Minnesota, I, I know from people in the league and, and from sources I have, they've been doing a deep dive kind of quietly into this quarterback class. So it wouldn't shock me late in the first if they took one of these guys.
2: I, I'm sure you remember this. Merrill Hodge was discussing Johnny Manziel.
6: And I saw it on Twitter this week. With... With Skip Bayless.
2: Oh, yeah. Classic. And, and, and you know, Haji was never a hot take guy. Like, he was a football nuts and bolts tape guy. Yeah. And, you know, Skip, of course, is hot take. And, you know, Haji's like, no, you don't take this guy. You know, not in the first round, second, third, maybe fifth round. And then Skip said, you you know, you couldn't be more wrong about that. I I'm still... I I think we're all fascinated with Manziel on how he was so spectacular, but he failed so spectacularly.
6: Yeah. First of all, smoke and mirrors that that... I got to work with with Haji and Jaws and those guys. And, you know, we would do all Kuiper and I and, and a bunch of people in studio would do all these shows leading up to the draft. And I used to call it the NFL Films Biker Gang. You know, H- Haji and Jaws, they'd come rolling into Bristol like a week before and tear up all these mock draft ideas. <laughs> Mansell sucks, and this guy sucks. He can't play, you know. <laughs> but, but I love and You know, what? more often than not, they have, they have really good points. But with Manzel specifically, he was unique to college because he could get away with things in college that he couldn't in the NFL. And I know he had his best game against Alabama, which was essentially an NFL defense. Uh, but but physically there were limitations that allowed him to be great in college, that, where he couldn't pull it off in the NFL, and, and he got away with a lot of slop and a lot of backyard football. And when he had to play within structure, he wasn't there. And I think the most important thing is he just he was so he had so many things outside outside influences. You know, there was a lot of partying and fun. He he loved what football brought to him. I don't think he truly loved football and was dedicated to do what you know what. Peyton Manning and Tom Brady and Drew Brees and you know all the great quarterbacks over history have done in terms of putting in the day-to-day grind.
2: Always great to talk to you, and I uh, look forward to talking to you again soon. Thank you, Todd. Yeah, you too,
6: bud. Take care.
2: Todd McShay, ESPN College Football NFL Draft Analyst, and uh, his mock draft available at ESPN Plus, available tomorrow on ESPN Plus. Mel Kuyper and Todd McShay have a three-round alternating NFL mock draft where they take turns making picks. I uh, have mentioned before, I have a a source, a friend for a long, long time in the NFL as a a scout. And he is uh, doing some scouting right now for an AFC team. And uh, he said one of the players that he thinks is a real quality player is Jameer Gibbs. He transferred to Alabama from Georgia Tech. He says, fast, elusive, great hands, and the comp will be Marshall Falk. So he says he'll be a steal Wherever he goes. Uh, He also said he believes, uh, still likes Bryce Young over C.J. Stroud. Uh, Will Levis, uh, he's going to drop in the draft. Too mechanical. Anthony Richardson, a big reach. Accuracy issues don't usually get better uh, as you go into the NFL. And uh, so that was it. Just some information that I got earlier this morning. We'll take a break. Last call for phone calls. What we learn, what's in store tomorrow. Back after this.
0: This is Steve Covino and Rich Davis, and together we are Covino and Rich. Covino and Rich. Thanks, buddy. Uh, That's right. Covino and Rich, Fox Sports Radio's newest hit show. Heard weekdays from 5 to 7 Eastern, 2 to 4 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app.
1: all in one app with one password. Prime Video. It's all your favorite sports in one place. Restrictions apply. Prime membership required for add-on subscriptions. See Amazon.com slash Amazon Prime for details. It is
2: getting that time of the year. It's Miller time. You don't need a watch or a clock to tell you. It's Miller time. Weather gets a little bit warmer. All of a sudden the beer gets a little colder. It's beer cracking season. It, it, whoa, Okay. Miller Lite, the great taste, less filling, tastes like Miller time. To get Miller Lite delivered right to your door, visit MillerLite.com slash Patrick, or you can pretty much find it anywhere that sells beer. Celebrate responsibly. Miller Brewing Company, Milwaukee, Wisconsin. 96 calories per 12 ounces. Fewer calories, fewer carbs than premium regular beer. Miller Lite. You guys question my music taste?
4: I didn't say this was the world's greatest song. I was now, as just...
2: soon as it came on, Fritz goes, oh, yeah. Oh, <laughs> <and> I, just, <laughs> I never said it's the greatest
4: <laughs> song, but it's up there.
2: <laughs> no, it's not. <laughs> Top 20 for sure. No, it's not. Uh, <laughs> I was keeping an eye on Arch Manning, the uh, expectations, and uh, Quinn Ewers right now is the starting quarterback at Texas. And uh, so Arch... Uh, you know, people I forget that Quinn Ewers was a probably a more highly regarded uh recruit. You know, arch everybody knew about, but as far as other schools wanting him, uh Quinn Ewers, yeah, you know, he went to Ohio State, but you know, it's not like he's a guy that's sort of holding the clipboard there. He's he's your starting quarterback right now with Texas. Uh Let's see. Anything else needs to be mentioned? Uh, oh, Paulie has a this day in sports history, a quiz. All right, here
3: it is. Okay, Danny. blank in 2010, blank threw the first no hitter in Colorado Rockies history. Rockies beat the Braves four to zero. This pitcher, blank. So Colorado Rockies pitching greats, great air quotes. For $100. Okay. I'll give you eight bonus points. Eight bonus points. I don't know what they're worth. Okay. This guy was had a, a nice career. I think he made an all-star game with the Rockies. Okay. Bounced around the league after his Rocky days. and. Okay.
2: Wait, did he have Rocky days or Rockies days? They, he had both. Okay. LOL. Okay.
3: <laughs> he led a league in losses with the Cleveland Indians at the time in 2012. Does... Do you know, anyone want to take a shot at this one?
2: Does his name... I've been doing a lot of wordle. It's got an accent in it. Accent, you. Does mm. his name start with a vowel and end with a vowel? <laughs>
3: yeah. Go for it. Go for it. You got it. Uvaldo. I, I may give it to you because you got the first name right. Okay.
2: Is it you? Is it Ubaldo? Or Uvaldo. Ubaldo. Ubaldo. Meaning like you bald out. Yeah. Ubaldo. 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 You're taking a shot at me. Um so you bald oh Todd. The last name is I Baldo. Uh okay, wait a minute. Ubaldo
3: he, 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 starts with a J, but pronounce it with a he. he.
2: yeah (laughs) Yeah, that's right ubaldo jimenez ubaldo
3: jimenez in 2010 that was the first no hitter in Rockies history all
2: right all right all right All right, i got some bonus points there any uh anything else this day yeah 1967
3: the u.s supreme court barred muhammad ali's request to be blocked from induction into the u.s army Mm -hmm. barry bonds in 01 hit his 500th
2: career home run did you see him courtside in sacramento no yeah he's sitting with the owner and everybody had the same joke. Uh, 50 Cent was there, too, of course. But uh, Barry Bonds, people are like, oh, so that's what Barry looks like when he's not on steroids.
1: Oh. Is he thin? Yeah.
2: Yes. Yes, oh. yes he is. Yeah. He can, I don't know if he can fit into the pirate uniform, but he's thin. Anything else, Paul?
3: Uh, Jackie Robinson, in 1947, got his first Major League hit. It was a bunt.
2: Yeah. That's a, that's a great little fact there. It's first hit, laid down a bunt. Uh, final results of the poll question. Get a couple more phone calls in here before we exit stage left. Yeah, pretty much everybody's got the Lakers moving on.
5: Almost uh, 58%, okay. which uh, first-round underdog will advance. Yeah. Uh,
2: Knicks, not so much, though. Okay. Uh, let's see. Ted in Tampa. Hi, Ted. What's on your mind? Thanks for holding.
6: Hey, DP. Uh, calling from uh, Tampa Bay, the home <laughs> of the undefeated Tampa Bay Rays
2: against teams
6: from the United States of America.
2: Oh, okay, you had to add that. Okay, I saw you. Yeah. I saw you. And
0: uh, the other best of my weekend was watching all my Kentucky Wildcats, Carl
6: Anthony Towns, <laughs> uh, Darren Fox, Malik Monk. Oh, uh, Tyler well, Carl, Hur-
2: Carl Anthony Towns didn't have a good performance.
6: Yeah, he's still in there. He's still starting.
2: He's still playing. He had a great game uh, two games ago. I know, but he didn't have a good game last game. He's... <laughs> I mean, I'll give you De'Aaron Fox and uh, Malik Monk and all of those guys, but thank you, Ted. Yes, Mark. Bam Adebayo
4: was also on that Malik Monk-De'Aaron Fox team. Yeah. Oh, They lost they, to North Carolina in the Elite
2: Eight.
6: How did they not? Golly.
2: James in Virginia. Hi, James. Best and worst of the weekend.
6: Oh, thank you for taking my call, brother. <laughs> Happy Monday. Gentlemen, salute to the commanders. Yay! We cannot celebrate Yay. the town of Washington yet. Yay! No. Yep. They got to yep. approve it. The Eagles got to drive. And, and then we can start celebrating, man. And maybe they'll bring back the Redskins name, man. But we'll, we'll, <laughs> we'll uh, put that to the side for now. Uh, but, man, what a great weekend of basketball, man. The Knickerbockers. How about the Knicks back in the playoffs winning one game? But you got to start with one, man. I love it. Best series so far to me going forward has got to be the Suns and the Clippers. Man, the Phoenix don't win it this year. I don't know when CP3 is going to get a title, man. And for real, for real, if you give me one shot all the time, give me legend, man. Y'all have a great day, gentlemen, saluting <laughs> commanders. Or should I say, hail <laughs> to the Redskins.
2: <laughs> Thank you. Thank you, James. <laughs> They're not bringing back Redskins as a nickname, James. They're not. I mean, let's don't be greedy. You're getting rid of Daniel Snyder. That's a win, but you're not getting uh, that nickname. Now, maybe they changed the commanders, but. I still like the Washington football team or Washington football club. Uh, Paul, uh, I'm going to start with you. What did you learn today?
3: Let's see. Uh, Todd McShay, huge B. John Robinson fan. Yep,
2: yeah, and rightfully so. I I think he could be a I think he'd be like Debo Samuel. Uh, Todd?
3: The funny bone is actually not
4: a bone. It's the ulnar nerve that causes a tingling sensation when activated. <laughs>
2: Seaton no connor what did you learn on today's <laughs> Can you imagine if comedy clubs all over the country were called the, the funny ulnar nerve or just the ulnar nerve yeah yeah <laughs> not the funny bone uh Seaton?
5: jamal crawford's son in sixth grade does not have nil not yet. yet yet not yet
4: marvin jamal said Kawhi leonard is funny yeah i don't know
2: what did i learn todd
4: we all learned tom in wisconsin created the career salary song whoa
2: Hottest rookies, biggest superstars, the all-time greats, the only place to collect them all, Panini Trading Cards, the official trading cards of this program, for instant classics, autograph cards, memorabilia cards, rare inserts, and more. Start or continue your collection now at paniniamerica.net. Thanks for joining us. Great to
0: be back. We'll talk to you tomorrow. You'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Hey, guys, you know what this playground could use? A wine country, huh? A Redwood Forest would be cool. Ski
1: slopes!
0: Wait! Did we just invent California?
1: Discover why California is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com.